being present for one another each day is something that isn't that easy really it is it's easier to walk by because i guess you and we have all got somewhere to be most of us we're all trying to live and i believe most people are trying to do that the best they can but it's the reason why it's important i think to be present isn't it's hard to market that it's hard to put it on a billboard it's hard to like say hey you know here's the tangible reasons to show you why it's kind of invisible it's this thing where you know what it feels like when someone takes the time for you and smiles at you and looks at you acknowledges you asks you genuinely how you are you're listening to the spaceship earth with me dan burgess welcome to episode 11 of the spaceship earth podcast and this episode is all about giving because uh, it's december it's actually the middle of december 2018 it's the season of giving, the, where it all goes completely bonkers in material giving, and uh, we uh, we keep uh, we keep um, we buy like crazy, and we buy things that we don't need for people we don't love with money we don't have. I think someone said something like that once. But yeah, um, it's the kind of giving season, and uh, that's that's a whole. Well, I'm not going to get into that, but this is uh, a episode which explores a different form of giving, and it's about um, giving what we're good at. It's about gifting our energy and our ideas and our skills and our time uh, and our attention, maybe, um, to those who need it, frankly. Um, and what is that all about? And why is it that um, maybe we're doing less of that? Than maybe we could be and what is actually in that process of giving what are the intangible extraordinary things that can happen through the practice of gifting what we're good at through giving to others things that we tend to do on a day-to-day basis anyway does that make any sense at all or are you completely confused um whatever you are in whatever head state you're in right now um you're going to like this uh, this uh, conversation. So this is a conversation with um, someone who um, I have been admiring from afar for a number of years, um, and is um, uh, a chap, uh, an amazing human called Joshua Coombs, who um, also uh, 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 you'll find through um, a hashtag which is connected to Joshua's mission and his work, um, which is hashtag do something for nothing and um just a quick side story here or backstory or whatever you call it um so i um have been exploring i guess um um the practice of giving what you're good at through a side project um that i um have co-created um and been involved in continually co-creating for the last um been eight years actually this this month um, and that's a project called good for nothing and uh, you can find that at goodfornothing.com and i'll put all this stuff in the show notes but essentially good for nothing uh was is is a project which is about creating spaces and um uh opportunities for people to give what they're good at um to those who need it uh, and in the good for nothing case it tends to be um projects um, of social change, um, environmental activists, grassroots innovators, social entrepreneurs, people doing amazing stuff with very limited resources. And Good For Nothing uh, brings um, talent and skills and energy and ideas around those people 
and create spaces and experiences for great things to happen. And that process of gifting, of being generous with our creativity, um, has produced all kinds of things in the world, but also has um, um, uh, created, I guess, all kinds of new relationships and um, ways of being in the world, which is really quite interesting. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm, I'm, I've got a ramble on, but um, so um, Joshua Coombs, I was drawn to Joshua's work, um, and um, I'll let you know. We'll get into the podcast, and he can talk about all of his story. But uh, you may or may not know his work. But Joshua is—he's um, a hairdresser by trade, but he's—he's he's basically a social activist and um, a creative activist. I, I would say. Um, and uh, who started going out on the streets of London and um, cutting homeless people's hair um, for free and uh, through that starting to um, uh, document um, stories of people that were living on the street and um, anyway and he calls that and he's kind of documented that work through this hashtag do something for nothing so you can see there's this thread with with good for nothing and so I've been following Josh's work for a number of years really um, his story is amazing and we had a chance to catch up um, in person actually which isn't something I've done very often yet on this podcast I tend to have done most of my uh, podcast interviews via the web um, apart from one I did in San Francisco in, in the car with, with Michael Stewart um, but um, so I hooked up with Joshua last week um, fantastic people at the ministry which is this uh, amazing co-work new co-working uh, space um, just around the corner from the Ministry of Sound, by this um, uh, launched by the same group, um, they uh, have um, they gave gave us a a, a a space to actually have this record this conversation, and I caught up with Joshua, uh, and so yeah, this story is all about um, you know well this this convo is basically an hour with Joshua to get a sense of his work and what he's been learning through this process, and we talked a little bit about I guess some of our shared experiences on this whole. Um, exploration of gifting what you're good at and um yeah so it's the silly season it's the giving season this is i guess about yeah when we gift what we're good at and there's something really interesting in in in, in these uh in this inquiry into uh into into giving and i i really hope all this stuff starts to grow next year um we'll be rebooting good for nothing in the year which is quite exciting uh joshua has has more plans for his uh, do something for nothing and i and i it would be amazing to see how this stuff could um, could grow because I get a sense actually there's there's um, there's lots of opportunity from for people to kind of hack hack this hack the art of giving or the practice of giving into our lives in more ways and and what beauty can come from that because it feels like there's enormous healing potential in in, um, in gifting what you're good at so enough from me. Um, I hope you enjoy this. This is uh, episode eleven with Joshua Coombs. Do something for nothing. Welcome to uh, welcome to the Spaceship Earth podcast. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for making it, Joshua. Thanks for it's, having um, me. Dan. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Thanks, and you, <laughs> thanks for waiting around. That's for all right. <laughs> I mean, you, you've yeah, you've, you've literally been cutting hair, right? Yeah, I've just come <laughs> away from uh, Victoria and London Victoria Station. There's someone I met called Will, and um, yeah, I was cutting his hair on the street. That's what I do. Um, most weeks and that's um this guy's experiencing homelessness and I, I i give people haircuts and and yeah just literally came away from that and i've come down here to talk to you yeah how do you because we'll get we'll get into all of that in a minute, but how do you how do you um i guess do you do you sort of like how do you say yes and no to, to these the opportunities do you just sort of in, you just intentionally say right this is the time i'm going out 
actually or, well it's become every day like a lot of creatives and freelance people and anyone else you know in the city or lots of other big cities is my every day is very different for me and i have always, like right now in my bag i've got my camera my laptop and my barbershop <laughs> it's tiny but i fit it all in <laughs> this bag and it's like and that means that whatever i'm doing that day i can stop when i've got the time on the streets and also when i'm meeting someone about anything to do with the project and do something for nothing and the hashtag but also you know um to document it all the camera is really important for what i do taking these photos and videos and capturing the moments so it just means i can kind of go from place to place and it's all there and you can just yeah whatever emerges and unfolds yeah and obviously i have some kind of routine like i'm not like you know i mean there's every day is busy every day is busy doing lots of different things but it's just um it's yeah it means that i can be uh free with the way i kind of when i go out and do this on the street you know yeah so you're like um i mean if you look if you know if you're known or at least like if if people like write back they tend to say i pull this out you know the, ma the man who gives free haircuts to the homeless but obviously there's a lot more going on here right yeah yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it was i mean it's been about three years so i guess to give some context for anyone yeah. like, who's gonna yeah, listen do that. to this exactly. like it's um so about three years ago, I was still working in a salon, doing men's hair, women's hair, and I started going out and cutting on, um, on the street for people, and that just started with one guy, and it kind of became this addictive thing for me, which was just like all these myths about homelessness, and the people who were out there were all uh, dissolved very quickly, and I wanted to tell these stories to other people. So from posting on, on Instagram, it was always this hashtag, do something for nothing. So from the beginning, I wanted it to be more than just, hey, I'm cutting hair for someone, because actually, it's really the conversation, it's really listening, it's really how much I get out of it, as well as yeah. this free thing I'm giving. Because tr truth be told, like the haircut grows out, and it's a, an amazing way to visually kind of dissolve that stereotype but actually it's the time exchange which is the most important yeah. not only for the person but for me and that's always the thing that kind of kept me coming back so do something for nothing is four words that kind of mean human connection but it's it's your version of that like when you do what you love doing i found it through something simple like a haircut mm. when you do it for your passion and and turn that into um into a way of you know whatever your whatever your thing may be to go out in your community it might not even be homelessness it yeah, might be something different i think then it's um it's not really volunteering your time in like the traditional sense of giving up your time. Yeah. It's like you want to go out and do it. I love going out and doing what I'm doing. Yeah. What, what in the first instance? Can you sort of go back to that? Sure. So the first haircut you did. I mean, what was what was motivating you at the time? What was the what was the sort of tip that you thought? Right, I'm off. I'm going to just do this and see what happens. I think it's important to recognise like it came from quite a negative place. Actually, of feeling quite helpless. And I mean, I think there was two things that I can quite clearly see that was happening in me and that was seeing you know all these people on the street whatever city i went to and the problem of um knowing what to do with that and how to approach that and how to reach out and what what can i do as one person because you see the statistics and it's like bloody hell well homelessness has doubled in the last five years and um you know you see such affluence in a, uh, a city like london that contrasts that and it makes it even um, even more scary to, to see the way people are forgotten and they're invisible but there was that side of it which is kind of the the one end and the other side was really in me what moved me and that was kind of the thinking so much about what I should be doing where I should be going I mean I've always been a people person I used to play music before I cut hair and like naturally I've always been like a really social person but it was 
you know when you get tied up in your head about those things of like just worrying about yourself just worrying about your and you we don't even do it on purpose but you just end up in this kind of um tight spot in your mind and that's usually when you've been thinking about you and i and putting that ahead of everything else and that's kind of what was happening with me i needed to like let go of my own bullshit and like drop all that stuff and i was finding that through these people i was meeting like i you know when you go out and you 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 do something like this i think something quite amazing happens which is like you have to get out of your comfort zone with someone completely and it's like it's it's for me it was my way of like almost like helping myself through helping people and mm. And and that that that's a feeling that is is important to recognise, you know. Mm. It um, reminds me of um, I can't remember this guy's name, but he he, he used to. When I was thinking about when when we sort of started with the Good for Nothing project, was this idea of um, cultivating your dissatisfaction. It's like this, mm-hmm. this, this, this is something that was like getting you kind of twitchy, think that you weren't kind of like um, mm-hmm. finding difficult, you know, or just ma- maybe there was an edge there that's just making you feel uncomfortable. And I guess like you're seeing you're seeing more and more people on the street. How do I feel about that? It strikes me this whole thing of like, um, you know, the sort of being present. I guess I sort of feel this really at the like really strongly at the moment in the world, or at least in in the context I'm moving in and around the UK. It's like, you know, being visible, being really present because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's we're sort of walking by a lot, and I'm using that metaphor as well as with the sort of homes in the street. But it feels like there's, you know, how do we open up to these things that are around us that. Do you know what I mean? That are sort of yeah, I for sure, for sure. You you, I mean that's that's the you know the best way to put it really is being present for one another each day is something that isn't that easy really. It is it's easier to walk by because I guess you. I mean we have all got somewhere to be. Most of us and we're all trying to live, and I believe most people are trying to do that the best they can. Mm. But it's the reason why it's important. I think to be present isn't. It's hard to market that. It's hard to put it on a billboard. It's hard to like say, hey you know, here's the tangible reasons to show you why. It's kind of invisible. It's this thing where you know what it feels like when someone takes the time for you and smiles at you and mm. looks at you, acknowledges you, asks you genuinely how you are. Like, it's a small thing, but yet that stuff does ripple. This guy, Will, whose hair I just cut, he actually said to me, he was like, it's funny, isn't it? Because like, you know, when you do something for someone or you do something nice, I don't think you're supposed to you're not supposed to realize the effect of that in that moment. It happens afterwards, doesn't it? Mm. And he said that, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel too. I, I think, you know, you, when you're present for someone else, it might not be this immediate transaction of like, oh, they didn't smile back at me or they didn't, well, they weren't gracious for whatever I did, but it's, it's like, it's that knock-on effect that ripples afterwards that's more interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think being present for one another, especially when you're running around a city and it can feel a bit mental sometimes. I think those moments can be, what I found for me, very, very important. Yeah. I'm guessing like, um, cause again, the sort of, you know, you can feel this narrative of like people, people not like me, you know, I mean, these people aren't like me or not like us or, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. whole sort of, um, but I guess like, you know, through the work you're doing out there, the stories you're hearing, I mean, you must have a ton of learnings or that you've experienced through through doing this. Yeah, honestly, Dan, the last three years of my life, like I'm 31 now, and the last, like, I've learned more about me in the last three years I've been doing this than I have for like the tw- 28 yeah, right. before that. Like truly, and I think that's that's just, that's maybe like an obvious one for some people, but I think it, 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 it kind of through, I mean, because I guess what I do is, it's, you know, I, I travel to different cities, it's not just 
in the UK. It's it, I work a lot in the US and been out to India recently and South America before. And it's kind of all this has been cutting hair on the street for different people. And it's weird how this thing, like a small thing like a haircut, and really when that boils down to it, is just this time that you're giving to someone. It's like it kind of transcends all of the... I guess like the political and economical surface of whatever that may be. And you do, as humans, you learn a lot about you whilst you're doing, whilst I've been going out doing this, I've learned so much about me through these people. Cause you hear so many stories, you hear people from all kinds of different walks of life. And I think I could have, you know, tried to wiki page all that. Like, uh, I'm not, you know, I mean, it's like, it's there's different things that you can like, like knowledge is something I suppose like I, I, I just know that I'm interested in that too. You might be interested in many, many different mm. things, but for me, I'm so interested in people. Yeah. I'm so interested in the way we tick and the way we interact. And I think the best way to do that is to just go out and get that experience through yeah. people, you know? Yeah. And I guess, and I, and I, I'm, I'm sure you've got many examples, but it always strikes me, at least my sense of the interaction I, you know, interactions I've had with people mm -hmm. on the street. It's just, it's just what a fine line it is between like, I say this to my kids, I've got quite young mm -hmm. kids and we'll often stop in the bath and mm -hmm. chat. So there's a couple of guys on the bridge there, always mm -hmm. there. And yeah, but they'd often, I remember a couple of years ago, they'd be talking to me about, you know, how do you get homeless? You know, mm -hmm. and, I, and I go, well, there's m many ways, mm -hmm. but I was, what I try and say to them, it's like, it's super fine line between yeah. <laughs> having what we have mm -hmm. and not having it, you know, um, I don't know, and I, and I guess you've probably heard so many stories that around that, or yeah, it is agility for, for sure. And you know, it's it's it, there's there is reasons as long as you are um, uh, of the reasons why someone might end up on mm. the street and someone might end up, you know, experiencing homelessness and not having a roof over their head. And I think it always boils down to one underlying sort of thing for me, which is a lack of infrastructure in some way in the life that maybe other people have. So your fullbacks, like the biggest thing that I've found is like. I mean, for instance, I'd go and stay with my mum and my sister and my other sister and a cousin and friend and friend and friend. I'd really have to annoy a lot of people or like yeah. really, You've got a you know, kind of around yeah, you. Like people, people around me who I know, I'd, I'd go through this, this real sort of like dot to dot of where I could, where I could end up before I'd really broken or burnt every relationship mm. and that's it. Mm. Some people that's just one or two of those dots some right. people it's that sister who they haven't seen for a while and it's a friend and then their girlfriend gets annoyed and says when's he leaving or she's leaving and they're out on the street so that's one important thing to recognize um mm. i think the other really i more than anything i've realized um dan is that i just i just the psychological side of this stuff is just it's so incredible how much we all know and we all realize like what it's like when something bad happens to us in our life whether that's a close one someone who's dear to us whether that's any it, that could be anything but it could be a breakdown of a relationship in some way like we all know how that is like a all-consuming pain that can take you and you have to be as strong as hell for everyone around you and it's like anyone who can recognize that you can recognize the trauma that comes with that psychologically, but then sometimes that's coupled with, of course, well, that sometimes does make you want to drink more. It does make you want to do this. It does make you not want to work. It's like, I just think I've just seen how there's these things that we can all relate to that, that psychologically are occurring as well yeah. with people I meet who, you know, some people just, it's, it's, there's many reasons that lead someone there, but ultimately if you, if you've lost hope for some reason, like if you, if all you can stack up over the last few years is bad memories and that's what you can recall, like bloody hard, that's a quite a, a, a mountain 
to, to climb yeah. and sometimes a picture of like this kind of horizon like for some people it's like hope is like probably closer than other people imagine if like your hope is like well it's all right mate it's like way over there visualize that mountain over there and can you see it? it's just beyond that you got to climb that thing mm. before you can get to to where you're going to feel a bit better and it's it's tough it's t- that's a tough battle to go i don't know whether i can i can i don't even i can't even contemplate the idea of getting there yet yeah so it depends on where you want to go with it. I know that's yeah. like the deeper side yeah. of it, but I, I feel like I've tra- like for me the the political is important. The actually transition and solution based stuff is important to me too. But more and more, I learned that there's a lot of hard work I think that needs to be done. Um, that can be done for, for support in like a in a way that that is is going to take a bit more work. It is going to take a little bit more bespoke kind of treatment for for people to to work through those things. Mm. I guess that comes back to this whole like the need for community, right, and mm. the need to be listened to. And mm. um, I think I don't know if you've come across Mark Nepo's work, but he, I heard him other than he was talking about um, like through kindness we 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 get we find kinship. So mm-hmm. like that's when and actually they're they're linked as words. And so um, uh, by 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 the process, when we start to build relationship and empathy with others and other things and. That's the stuff because I'm, you know, with other work we've been doing with Good for Nothing, it's sort of where that project is getting uh-huh. to. Because it's effectively, it's a, it's very different. It's different to what you do in terms of the actions people take, but effectively, it's about gifting what we're good at, mm-hmm. you know, it's and a, to feel, those that need it. I feel there's so many similarities, yeah. and not just in like name as well. Yeah. But I feel like, but honestly, with what with what you guys are doing and, and what I've, you know, only seen from afar sure. so far, and I'm meeting you for the first time today, I feel mm. like it's um, it's really important to recognise that like there's so many different levels of what you can do as a person. And for some people, it's not going to be like, you know, direct as far as like areas that you're compassionate towards. I've realized that like you doing you is the most important thing. And I think that's why using things you love doing, your passions, your skills, like when you recognize those, it might not be a way that you can directly, like if you're amazing at like branding, you can't maybe go up to like a, elderly person in a home sure. or like a homeless person and go like hey let me <laughs> it's like let me sort your strategic yeah, marketing out <laughs> right but at the same time those skills like wow they can be used for so yeah. much good for people who maybe are it's not even about there's no better or worse than any of this stuff i just feel like whether you're great at embroidery or whether you're great at like accounting i think mm. it's like tapping into how that can help in the best way is good for everyone mm. and the ripple of that it might not be the hand-on-hand touch, but like that really doesn't matter because like it's 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 affecting people and it's positively affecting people and that really is the same in every way. That's yeah. you know. And you're um so do something for nothing. So you you know you've you've captured a lot of people's imagination through the work you do. Mm-hmm. And um, how have you are you seeing are people you know are people being are they take you know? Are they are they being? Of course, everyone's being inspired. But I guess like, are you hearing stories of people that are finding their own take on what you do, or you're you're helping them get out and do stuff? Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I've 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 often felt really motivated, and then also um, had to work out, you know, how po- how positively because okay, I mean, the best way to describe this is like, say I post something on Instagram, and it gets like a few thousand likes. Like I do think about like I wonder how many of those love hearts and likes and comments equate to like boots on the ground love or action, you know? 
and it's probably not that many and it probably is like you know if you if you if you really do the stats on that but i used to be in a punk band and like if we sold like one cd the gig was like worth it you know and i and I, i've got quite a resilience for that where I, I i definitely see through the like couple of years few years now that i've been doing this the response i've got from people has been incredible and that's been like through yeah direct posts on the hashtag so the way this works is basically it's this this portal of course like any hashtag where it's not like do something for nothing isn't an organization it's not a um, not for profit it is just like an open space um for people to use and it's it's amazing people have got involved like uh, jade who sh she looks after animals she's a vet and she started coming out on the street with me and she looks after homeless people's dogs hmm. connects with her owner refers into a vet there's a guy chris in new york who started going and playing guitar and earning people some money and and you know music's a great way to get involved but there's also been you know there was a yoga teacher who was going into a rehab center and using her skills to get people's endorphins going there was a girl who went into an uh, elderly home and you know some people who didn't have any family should go in and should have lunch with them and telling their story it's like you know it's all these things but anyone in your community might feel like they need an arm around them it doesn't have to be as direct as just like well there's that guy on the street yeah right that's the way i saw it but your yours might be very different you know whether that's young people older people people who need you know so yeah I, i've seen a great response but it feels what the, it's amazing feeling because it feels like every time I wake up every day it feels like the beginning and by that I mean I'm so connected with what I'm doing because I go out and see these people and that's where it starts these connections I make on the street with people but yeah. then through this hashtag the way that people keep on picking this up and people still want to know about this it's about trying to bring in all that momentum now and harnessing it and actually taking it forward in um in more of a direct way, which I'm trying to get help off people for that, because I'm just like, I'll run around all day long, like catching and sharing these moments. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's only me, and, and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get help off some amazing people now to try and um, try and make this, you know, really yeah. what I think it potentially could yeah. be. Which we should, is, do, we should yeah. do a good for nothing on do something for nothing, shouldn't we? Yeah, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Here at the ministry next year. Yeah, yeah, uh. no, for sure. I mean, and I'm, I'm all about, I don't know how you feel and how you've had your experiences mm. in the past, but like, do you feel like you're in like this, any kind of competitive do good space with anyone else? Do you feel like there's, a, have you ever felt like there's been this kind of that element to it? I'm, I mean, when, when we when we started doing the good for nothing thing, so so my my equivalent of your cutting hair moment uh -huh. would have been, I was working in a creative communications agency, uh -huh. you know, loads of talent coming up with fantastic ideas for big corporate companies yep. to help sell more shit that people didn't need. Sure. I mean, it's good, good uh -huh. people, good, nice, yeah. nice, but yeah. you know, that's what we were doing, uh -huh. and. Uh, and, was and there a prosecco uh, fridge? Yeah, 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 it probably was. <laughs> yeah, and and I guess what what I was seeing at the time I was, I was always uh, I'm an environmentalist, I guess. So I was always sort of pulled towards what's going on on the ground, mm -hmm. what's really going on in the world that we should be um, that I, that that's, that was speaking to me, and mm -hmm. um, and what I'm starting to see is more and more, um, you know, just amazing people doing extraordinary things mm -hmm. with no resources on the ground. They could be food growing projects, they could be pollution projects, they could be vulnerable kids projects, homeless projects, whatever it is. Uh -huh. You don't have to look very hard to find all these people doing extraordinary things. So the, the idea of Good For Nothing was, well, what could, could we bring all this talent that, that mm -hmm. works day to day on, on big business and put them in with these kind of projects and create a space where this exchange of, of skill and energy and ideas can happen and we can help these people make 
bigger dents in the problems that they're trying to solve and that was the sort of that was the birth of it and it was an experiment and it kind of we did it once and it went really well did it again did it again and it just started growing and more people wanted to do it um the 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 challenge of it at the time and it still is is just it's sustaining it we ended up trying to create a a chapter-based model we Mm -hmm. sort of we were in london we were like actually could this could work anywhere Mm -hmm. So we built like a, we built some tools that people could use. We kind of created this kind of agreement that anyone can pick it up and play with it and run with it and point it at their own issues in their own cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it, so so at the time, I guess it felt like there wasn't much else that was sort of doing this. That has changed, um, and that's a good thing. <laughs> sure, <laughs> because you know you want more. You know, it, it's like. Because I guess what, what one of the things I've discovered, which I'm sure you've discovered through your work, is that what I started to realise was that the work that we would do for these projects, although important and useful, what I started to realise was it was the relationships and these new connections that were happening. And I get I would say a sort of awakening that was starting to happen mm-hmm. in people who were putting themselves into these experiences. Mm-hmm listening to somebody who is dedicating their life towards i don't know you know isolated elderly people mm-hmm. and the creativity they were bringing into that problem mm-hmm. then applying their skills to help that person even for a couple of hours and actually what we were seeing is is what that does to people and what the giver after is often more moved than than those who receive <laughs> and 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 it sort of shifts people's perception of what is i can do more stuff for nothing so i'm interested in this whole space of like what it is to do stuff for nothing you yeah know? It's, <laughs> it's you know it, i think it's i haven't answered your question at all but no no but, this no, is but you, <laughs> no no but you have actually you know through through through, through talking about it, it's, it's great to hear more about it because you kind of have really because it's not you know it sounds like similar very similar to me in the sense that like it's kind of a broader look about linking up many different elements to try and make them work and focusing on like, you know, the strengths of like, you know, playing almost like a bridge. And, 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 I, and I've realized that, I mean, I don't feel like I'm in a, a zone of like competitive yeah. social good charity. And I yeah. feel that that's, that does exist a bit. And I think everyone gets into this stuff for the right reason. But what's, what's really great is I've realized that it's not that I'm not, as I said earlier, like solution based, but I've realized the most important thing that I, I can do and that I can provide right now in the present is like accessibility is like such an important word. And I think there's, mm. you know, I don't know the exact solution to homelessness and how mm. to get people off the street. I, I understand that someone might be thinking, well, how's a haircut going to help? And what's the longevity in that? And what about a long-term plan and policy and re- bills to reduce this? And I'm like, that's all great. And that means you should get into policy. And that means you should get in. And I need people like Crisis or whoever it is, whatever homeless Shelley, like banging on the door and saying, hey, like what's going on with yeah. our latest you know, bill and our local MPs. But for me, I'm like, I know there's so many thousands of people who are walking around each day who feel, feel very disconnected and there's a big social gap. And it's like, I think that's happening not because people are mean or, and not because a larger percent of people don't give a shit about each other. I think there's just a disconnect. Mm. And I think that more often than not, it's about telling a new story about this kind of stuff. And I think creatively, that's an amazing tool in itself. I, I think I've, in itself, I think, you know, before any real change happens, I think opinions have to change. And, and I've realized that through this simple thing, like a haircut or this hashtag and do something for nothing, it's resonating with people in a way that it's really nothing to do with me. Like I am Joshua with this like 
whatever I look like when I post these photos, if there's one of me cutting hair, but the truth is like, it ain't about me whatsoever. Mm. It's not, it's about, it's about them seeing this moment between two strangers who, who are just people on that day mm. sharing something that's, that's, that's a real thing that they want as well. Yeah. And that's what fills me with hope is like, I can, people who just need that edge that say that door opening of like, what's their thing? What is their way of feeling a bit more connected in their life and feeling like a bit more, um, part of that community it's like i think that's that's where you can you do need a bit of help sometimes you do need to identify that and i think providing stories and inspiration and then actually almost rudimentary ways of saying write down those things you love and parallel to that write down the areas you're compassionate and let's try and join the dots i think that stuff is um that's a great place to start for me and it's it's like i want change in a bigger way but i'm very I'm very happy with with that being the challenge of today for me and finding today's answer. You mm. know, do you have you found on your journeying that you um, people talk about or referencing this kind of doing things for money versus nothing? So one of the one of the kind of learnings for me and and my, and my buddies in the good for nothing uh, experiment has been this idea of. Um, we're sort of in this kind of monetary paradigm now, right? Everything has been monetized, right? Yeah. It's like pretty, pretty much everything, you know, like, m you know, most of nature has been turned into a product. Uh, every kind of human kind of relationship has been turned into a service, you know, there's not much left that sort of hasn't been sort of put price on it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that has mass, that's had massive impacts on, on how we kind of show up in the world. We're sort of, many of us, at least in the UK are, put through a kind of an education system which tends to suggest it's a race mm -hmm. about getting ahead of everyone else mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and i've seen it with in the professional world through in the early days you know people are very protective of ideas or mm -hmm. you know can i do this should i be paid you know all this kind of stuff and i guess of course we have um you know money is 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 a is, is a you know we need money uh, there's there's a we're in this system that requires that and it requires us to sort of participate in that mm -hmm. world in order to sustain ourselves but the thing i'm really interested in is what's the role of generosity and kindness as actually and ha how how can we how can we encourage more of that because we know that not only it's it's something that's needed in a society that's become mm -hmm. totally monetized but also it's good. It's good for the person, right? Yeah. When we give, we feel good. But do you get this sort of? You hear this dialogue around money and for, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I completely get where you're coming from with that, and I think about it a lot too. And I need to make money. Mm -hmm. Like I quit my job like two years ago, and I say quit. I didn't like walk out. Like you know, it was like uh, I'd used all my vacation. I was doing my thing on the street and cutting hair, and it was like there was these different trips that were coming up, and I had to make the decision to leave. And it is a bit of a struggle, you know, and and. Definitely last year it's got better. I give keynote speeches now. That's a great way to be able to like pay the rent because I'm not a charity number or anyone. And like, I'm always hustling for that at my laptop. So I've realized more and more, I actually want money. I've just let myself off the hook to be able to go, no, I really want to make money and I want to make um, what feels like a reasonable amount of money so I can continue doing what I want to yeah. do. But I think what, what you're saying is, I think it's clearly defined into a couple of categories. And I think in this instance, I'm going to use the example of like using happiness as those categories. And in studies of well-being, you have hedonic happiness and what's called eudaimonic happiness yeah. and like obviously the hedonism of everyday life is of course what we're talking about you need that stuff i like going in and buying things that make me feel good too you know what i mean like i like buying with us uh, whatever like i'm not i live a fairly humble life but i'm not saying like i like eating nice food i like whatever that may be going on trips traveling 
that's going to look different for everyone. Having money to also not only at the basic level look after yourself, support you and your loved mm. ones, and care you know the people you want to care for. Like money is needed. You're right. That's the system we're in. But the message I think that's important is on that scale. It's also you know it's important to recognize that there's this whole other trajectory of your life which isn't the success that's dictated by money it very much is your self-growth and your self-actualization and who you are you know and how you're connected to yourself and other people and as i mentioned earlier that's the stuff you can't advertise really you can't kind of you i think you can more than ever right now tell a story that moves people creatively that's turning up on their phone in minutes that's so positive because I just, I just know that that story has to be told in a deeper way, that it's okay to make money. It's great to make money. Be successful in every single way on that trajectory of your life. But remember, all the while, there is something in you that I feel like is it's important to go and give your time to other people. It's important to share those moments that do cost nothing. In a monetized world where everything is sold, it's like that's your kind of rebellion if anything isn't it it's going mm. well shit all i've got left is time mm. all i've got left that you can you, you universally trade in as a commodity whatever the equity is like time it's like an exchange that is not like having that conversation mm. listening yeah if there's an act that follows from that or is part of that that bridges that amazing but <coughs> probably is less about random acts of kindness quote unquote it's more about just recognizing that you're right. It's not you're not doing these things to pat yourself on the back because I should be a good person. It's because it feels good. And yeah, it's right. Healthy for you. Yeah, right. You know. Well, that's that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Is like you know, if if there's something in that you know, if if actually being you know gifting a bit more of ourselves on a on a regular basis is kind of like sort of it's like health insurance. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not only good for it's good for our community, it's good for everyone, but actually, it's good for you. You know, I mean, and that, that's what I find so fascinating about this stuff. Do you think it's okay to recognize that? I think people have a <laughs> hard time, and I, you know, people have a hard time talking about it in that way because they yeah. might think that's not cool. It shouldn't be for you. Yeah, you know, they might yeah. think, well, it should just be a, a kind act. Should just be between, you know. And I'm like, I'm, I understand the way the mindset of of like people talk about giving and taking stuff as if it's this kind of directional just like a, a line between you and the person of give and take but it's, it's actually more of a circle of like kind of you it's okay it's so important to recognize that that you know you what you get from it because that keeps me going out as well as doing it to help someone and it's like yeah, I just, I just, I, I'm, I'm all about trying to get that message out there. And yeah. I'm very happy to tell people because, like, I don't mind talking about the fact that it's me doing it because I'm willing to l have enough of an ego to like spearhead this, to drop my ego, to be able to give this to other people because it's a weird thing. It is like I go up and I give a talk about all these people I meet and all these different things I'm doing, and someone could definitely be listening to that, going, "All right, mate, Jesus, you're telling us enough." stuff you're doing to try and help people like you know like well done <laughs> you and i feel like i'm willing to take that on board to realize that i'm i gotta tell people about this because it's not about me yeah like it's not about me it's like if you think it's about me that's okay but it's really not it's like i'd be stupid to not tell the stories of the people i meet because those messages are very real the people who get in touch with me and say shit i now talk to that guy who i walked past for six months i i now stop for this person and and do this and all these individual stories of people specifically with say homelessness yeah have like completely changed their perception i'm like yeah that's think what you want about me because i'm willing to like have that yeah you know um, i mean it's it's mad i mean just again going back to the homeless piece but i, I mean i 
I sort of feel this viscerally with my my kids. Like if if I'm walking past someone on the street mm-hmm. with my kids, what or, or, or as we're all as we you mm-hmm. know we see trains of people, what is it that they're feeling as a youngster? You know, a mm-hmm. young kid. What does that? What do these? What does this kind of way of being signal to a youngster? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that's that's what you do. You sort of don't acknowledge, yeah. which I find you know. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sort of claiming to to be uh, an angel here. You know, I yeah. I try and engage wherever I can, but I'm just interested again as a culture. Mm-hmm. What's this? What's this doing as we start? You know what I mean? If this is acceptable, Sh- sure, you know right, I mean? yeah, to- totally. No, I think it's a really good point. I often think about. I go back to like being a kid and ask my mum the same question, and and I think when I am cutting hair, you know, wherever that will be. It's always younger people who are more just if there's just a real intrigue and people kind of pull away from their parents and wonder what's going on and sometimes mm. they pull back and sometimes they'll they'll come over and they'll talk and it's that innocence where you don't have those stigmas yet you don't have the you don't have your own barrier yet because yeah. that's the most important thing is it's usually your barrier that you've put up right consciously or subconsciously you know opinionated or non-opinionated of like oh, how can I, I don't know how to approach this, or I don't like this person because of this, or I do like them, but I don't know what to do. And it's like, all that stuff's in you. It's all your own thing. Mm. They're not, they have your zero story. to do with that. <laughs> yeah, that's your own story. And I think, to your point, I think, yeah, it's important to, it's important to give a good message about how we treat people in our community, but it's also important to recognize that this thing is so subjective Um to the person that you are seeing at that time. Mm. So the best way that I think about it is, and I think in talking about it, it's really is a good time to, to mention now that like, I don't try and glorify people in this position either. I don't try and like demonize them as well. Like, I try and like, this is about a real look at something that gets painted a certain color. And I feel it's, it's just about humans and people like flip the word homeless to homed, right? Yeah. Like, and just, just how would you work out, you know, the, you know your 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 kind of ways that you're going to interact with anyone who's in the home community. You know, I mean, it's like, well, there's going to be that guy who's amazing who you connect with straight away, who for whatever reason was really nice to you. And there's going to be that person who was really moody, and you probably don't want to talk to them much that day. But maybe tomorrow they'll be in a better mood. It's like, if someone's on the street, it's it's the same for me. It's like not every time I go out and cut hair for someone, there's this beautiful soundtrack playing amazing human moment it's like nice catch me on a monday morning before coffee it's not a pretty sight you know i mean it's like we are all not only different people but we are also different people each day sometimes depending on the weather of life so it's like i've just grown thicker skin with that stuff and i've just gone like each i just believe in the like the individual so much that it starts and stops with them each time and that goes for every person and that's not a difficult thing to navigate for me um it's it's just I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. And it's awesome. And there'd be no part of who you are right now in this conversation that I'd apply to anybody else I just met afterwards. I wouldn't be going, well, they're anything like you. And I think that with with this whole thing of homelessness and the way we see people, it's like, that just happens time and time again. The amount of times I've heard someone say, oh, but I once gave this guy like a quid and he didn't want it. And, or I tried to buy him some food and he told me to do one. Or actually I saw he's spending on drugs or whatever there's all these things that sure. add up to i'm not helping that person again sure and you by that they mean anyone who's yeah. on the street ever going to be like well if you flip that again to homed and you you had a bad situation with somebody in any other part of your right. life and you suddenly said well i'm anyone who's got a house or a roof over the head like i'm dealing with them ever right. again that's yeah. it 
I know it's like it's a really simple analogy, but it's like it's important to recognize that's what you're doing if you're thinking about this thing as a blanketed term of just homelessness. It's like it's just not how it is. It's just not the way it is. It's not. It's illogical. It's not even logical to think about it that way. Yeah. Like each person's like, yeah, of course, there's going to be more people on the street who are uh, taking substances because cool. it's a fucking hard way of living. Yeah. Like there's pain there. There's all kinds of stuff. Did you see this? Um. Did you see this fake homeless campaign? Do you know it's funny? You, funny you mention it because um, my uh, my kids there was was this thing on BBC. Yeah, we, I didn't see they they watched something on iPlayer that and actually one of them said to me like, "Guy, I had to go out." And I said, "What happened? You know, what was your takeout?" And she said to me that, um, "Well, she said like, even that the, 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 there were some that they thought because they had a bed in some hostel that mm-hmm. they they were just they were they were skanking the system, you know." But she, mm-hmm. she was eight, and she said, "But as far as I could see." That's not a home that they had. It was still really bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, so, uh-huh. and I don't know. So, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. That's that's it. It was so funny on like a number of levels because, and the girl who presented it, I, I wish I remember her name, but she was right. she was great actually. But it was just this whole thing where there was this guy in the blessed home of Devon, um, near Torquay somewhere. So yeah, proud of that. But um, but it's he he came up with this whole fake homeless campaign where he was outing. Yeah. People who were like, dry, he was getting up in the morning at like 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. and driving around seeing who was genuinely sleeping on the street. Right. Because if not, do you a fake homeless. Right. He was taking photos of them, tagging them, writing a story. This person is fake homeless on Facebook. Do not help them. That's a lot of energy, isn't There's it? There's a lot of energy to do that. And, and more than anything, you know, I could berate him for all kinds of reasons like of like that are personal. But though, rather than do that... I think it's just important to recognize again, like that whole program while it was going on, the both sides of that narrative, I was just like, it's just already, it's just completely flawed because it's just like, it, it, it just takes away from the name and the individual. Mm, it just takes mm. away from that person and their story. It just, it's just the veneer of what's going on here. And understand politically, that's the way we have to talk about it because it's like, it's an issue that we need to face. But it's mm. like, and, it's, and especially stories as well. The amount of times a film with different news channels and stuff like that, and they really want that certain story of this. And it's got a look quite like polished of the way they, it's just, unfortunately, there's just, it, this is long form, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's not yeah. headlines. It's not even a BBC Three half an hour um, piece. It's like a long form thing of like, do you want to do this stuff? It's going to take a while. Like, yeah, yeah. let's take 10 people. Let's look at all of them and let's press rewind on, for five years on each one of their yeah, life yeah, and yeah. see what happened yeah. and let's let's talk to people who actually knew him during those periods <laughs> and, yeah. and like bloody hell you know then then you might get a, a, a decent look at what's really going on yeah it's tough isn't it I, I, I guess um, one, of the, one of the things that strikes me with um, again it's this sort of and this isn't a home this is, a, this is just a general human to human thing that seems to mm-hmm. be sort of um, um, maybe where some of the problem is is that we're not I, it just feels like the art of listening and listening to mm-hmm. each other and <laughs> being able to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're in a whether you, whether you have a roof over your head, even or, or you don't, it feels like that that whole is that's I don't know. It feels like a, that's that's a whole thing. I think that feels like it's part of this mm-hmm. part of this problem. Like mm-hmm. um, it's hard for anyone to be maybe truly heard these days. Mm-hmm. You know, what's how they're really feeling about stuff. Yeah. And, you know what yeah, I mean? We, we, yeah, we see that. We see it in all all kinds of ways, and and it's it's the thing that you know you know when someone's really listening to you, don't you? You yeah. know, and I've had to work on that as well. Like I've really, that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned is to 
to not immediately speak when someone speaks afterwards. And I've learned that with filming as well. I've gone, I've gone through this, this urge to want to just be engaged in the conversation and not really thought about why and being able to like just listen and actually mm. take mm -hmm. in that person what they're saying mm. it's not that easy but when when you do it something really it's a nice exchange when that happens and i think you're right homeless or not homeless like mm. that's that's important for everybody we see that come out in all kinds of ugly ways in our society when it goes wrong and i think that's probably the most of the time it's the nucleus of it because at least people are gonna have all kinds of psychological problems but at least the like if you're heard, if you actually feel like there's someone in your life that is listening to how you feel genuinely, I think that's that's at least that's that's something. I think that's that's probably one of the. I think there's a beginning of any journey that leads to like a really bad place is just feeling like you're you were alone in the world, like yeah. you were completely isolated. Right. That can lead to all kinds right. of of different things that aren't going to look very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's absolutely right, and. Uh, and it, and and then when you think about it, you can see how quickly people can get to that that point of loneliness as well. Because if, yeah. if no one is truly able to, you know, is listening or, or listening, hearing yeah. your voice. And, but that's why I really I really believe in creativity and and expression as like the best way to do that. Mm. Like I don't I don't see any for me. There's no rules to this, and sometimes that gets me told off, and I don't mean that in a way of like. But there are some sectors where it's like I get there's a certain way of doing things, and there's do's and don'ts. But the beauty of my position is mm. like. I can go out and I can cut someone's hair and I can stick a camera in their face, but I know that it was consented in that moment. Yes, and right. I don't do that to everyone because they might not. That might not be the case. Sometimes yeah. there's plenty of things I do that yeah. don't go on Instagram. You know. Yeah. I can put on an art show. Me and my pal Jamie, we've started this thing called Light and Noise, which is like a do something for nothing art show this year. And we we went out to L.A. Skid Row in Los Angeles. Some people know is like the the epicenter of homelessness. It's tent city in the U.S. And this is in a affluent city like LA yeah. it's incredible the amount of people who are on the street there and you know when you don't know what else to do and it's such a shit show like I think art is like alright well let's start a new conversation we we rented out a gallery space and Jamie was meeting people on the street when I cut the hair and he was painting portraits of them and um, in bright colours and little quotes and you should see his work it's really fascinating we worked with a photographer and I screened a little documentary and it was this evening to say alright holy shit we don't know what to do we can certainly shine a light and make some noise about this we're not coming in because we know the answer we're sure. going if you're an artist if you're a creative person that's how it will happen counterculture like that is your like you can't you can't and i feel like this i just so many people feel so ho hopeless about everything and then i see the amount of creative people in the city like right. london or la or people like that, i'm just like what like there's like ideas but plenty right and like and a energy. new idea can happen whenever yeah. Yeah. like imagination for the next thing that changes things is like it comes from that stuff and 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 this art show we put on in Dalston now and in and in, uh, in Brixton this year as well a couple of months ago and it was really nice to see the way people came together it was like a touch point for all the stuff that happens with do something for nothing on Instagram it was like you can come and look at this art and you don't have to scratch your chin and know what it's about you know what it's about <laughs> you know and and but hopefully there's a message there that's that's different and it is about painting this in a new color it's not just a gray statistics news article that you don't really know what to do with it. it's like oh well, maybe I can actually do what, what I enjoy and expression right. to just right. at least tell a new story, at least kind of give someone else that. Right. So um, that's, yeah, that's for me is like, um, I won't even debate anyone in like how inherent like art and, and those things are to get people moving, not only people who want to be activated and yeah. you know, stop sleeping in and feeling shit about everything. Yeah. 
but also people who are experiencing problems and 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 some of the people I meet for sure I just have seen the way that you know you stick a paintbrush in someone's hand or a, or you know like whether it's a guitar or whatever I just the value in like those things for immediate connection yeah right to something is you can express yourself yeah something you can push stuff through you and uh-huh. yeah there's a way of you know things come through that process whether they're ideas or connections or just different energy that yeah comes through these processes yeah i mean i'm, I'm a, i i love that and it's it's, it's the thing and it, i think it's the you know you can see the possibility in bringing more creativity into these mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. because the sort of that sort of more rational, logical way of <laughs> doing stuff in our culture is not working. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh, and it's hard, for, I think, for people to see, again, you, you know, trying to understand where these things go, mm-hmm. like, where, where is your... But actually, it, you know, it is about, I think, a lot of this is about energy and intention and I've new combinations of mm-hmm. ideas and thinking, isn't it? Yeah, of, co- of course. And, and for me, it's the kind of, um, you know you can't run before you walk as well it's sort of like you you if you give someone this i understand that that there's going to be steps that someone has to take to improve their life to be a better member of society for society and for themselves and whether that's like you know getting this job and that training and this and you know i mean all of those things can come but i just feel like also it's important to recognize like how do you actually open someone's door again in their life to like feeling like a valuable person again feeling like they have meaning and purpose like it's like there's different sections to that process and i'd like to think that although i can't match someone in a debate for policies and budget and and what's allocated here and there in this sector and that charity you know it's like but i'd like to think it's an important role to realize that there's going to be somebody outside today who's like i don't want to be here anymore I don't want to be here for whatever reason. Like I just, I'm. This is this is it for me. I'm 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 calling it in, and I'm not saying. Uh, really, it's important to mention that I am not saying I am the answer to that. But we can be. Like yeah, I can work on today. Like that, that is happening with so many people today. That the idea of like what the long term solution is is like they can't even see that for themselves. Oh. <laughs> So that's, that's, that's possibly a, a, the, the, the time's up here. Uh, but we, we, yeah. we, if you're right with the, if you're right with a bit of darts, we could just keep going for a yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's um. It's, it's it's just it's just it's really so. Like to summarize, I think you know everyone everyone has like I think a different a different role in what they can do and how they can help. And I just know that to, for me, finding the antidote to your helplessness today. Yeah that's kind of where I'm at with yeah. all this stuff. And I feel like I've seen how that can lead on and open the door and lead to so many other things. But you have to like that access point and that tipping point, like that's what I'm interested in for people. And then they'll be on their own journey to do their own thing. Yeah. And it, and it makes me think, as a, another thing I heard recently about, um, you know, doing doing good things, even the tiniest thing in a day really <laughs> matters because... It, you know, I think it was described as I think it was Martin Luther King. He said, you know, "It's just what keeps the universe going, right?" Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's like, like illness in a body. It's like as long as there's more good cells than bad cells, mm-hmm. you're healthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, so like it, you know, we often say to ourselves, "Oh yeah, but what can I really do?" Or what? But actually, you know, we need like this, this, you know, just doing something. As I said, it could be as simple as it could be simple as just giving someone your attention or their your time or, or to give them whatever. But I think, 
I think I don't know more and more. I feel like that's that's re- this is really important. You know, it's just it's simple actions, but it's important, and everyone does have a role in this. Totally. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's been really interesting to talk more about it. I think like the there's so many different like roots, and there's like there's all these this this these different threads that we're talking about that mm. kind of cross t- together, and it's all to do with people. It all comes back to humans and the way we interact and kind of how we feel about one another. But I think the best advice I always give is like try having a day or a week if you can make it but it's good to start with a day where literally you, you just go out and you're whatever you're doing that day you still get on with your day you have like as close as you can zero um i don't want to say zero judgment i think just what how you said it being present f- for as many people as you can that day mm. just turn that dial in yourself to you know what I don't care where this person come from. I don't care. All of my opinions, I'm going to drop my opinions today and I'm just going to see how present I can be for people today. And it sounds hippy dippy and it sounds like it's, it's, but it's, it's an exercise that I just find is the healthiest one in my life. It's like when you drop your, have no judgment. Well, when you, when when you hold on to and you harbor all these things for people, you, when you realize that you can drop all of that and it doesn't mean you're weak, it doesn't mean that you haven't got your wits and your instinct about you. It just means that you don't have to hang on to all these opinions you've had about people for years and years and years. If you get a, a few days of that going, something I think for me, um, really healthy happens to you, and it's 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 a, almost a de-stress, and I think it's a good exercise for anyone. So you know, um, yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, a day of a day of uh, suspending all judgments. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, it's, it sounds. It's I know, and in, in, in repeated though, it sounds so kind of like, oh, nice one, mate. Yeah, no. lefty bleeding heart. But it's just like, shit, like it's so easy to do i still check myself all the time to like not think certain things when i look about yeah right and, and, i mean these are that's our, this is the human pra- this is the practice right yeah, of being a human because we right. we're, we're always going to have these parts of us that are sort of, of trying to tell us this or, or or to have a kind of a sense of what we feel is right or mm-hmm. what is wrong or what is what is to be true in the world yeah you know and i think i think it's a, it's yeah it's it, almost an interesting thing to do as a discipline that's kind of how i look at it isn't like if you're into discipline stuff you're like going to like whatever that may be like you know whatever class or gym or whatever like well lots of us enjoy discipline in our life for different yeah. reasons and routine it's like i look at it like that sometimes i'm like it's just a good thing to try and discipline yourself for a day to just go just those triggers that yeah. happen like just try and switch them off and be present and it's um yeah yeah that's i like that i cool. like that so listen um j- what's what's next for um do something for nothing what's the what's there, what's the plans there is going to be so do something for nothing is a um, I mean, really, it's coming to the end of 2018, and yeah. 2019 looks like trying to link people up globally and in more of a cemented way online. I mean, at the moment, there are people who are engaged in this and involved in this, from like Sao Paulo, Brazil, to like Australia, to you know, this has gone out to like so many people. I was in India recently, and I see the way that already people have kind of um, engaged with this there, and it's like these little pockets start appearing for this globally and it's about trying to harness that and um and really getting people who want to be involved in this to sort of almost as you were saying with good for nothing like champion this and kind of have chapters of this who are who are kind of working on the streets or whatever that may be and Mm. and 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 inspiring more people but um i'm actually getting all this stuff together in a book and and telling these stories which will come out in some way and they'll be more tangible in in the next um year or so nice and um and yeah, and then there's there's these art shows, so it's called Light and Noise, and there's also 
um, yeah, events that we're going to be putting on, which will which will hopefully be more ways that not only Londoners but different people in different cities can say, okay, if, what is this, and how can I get involved, and actually having an evening where we can broaden the conversation about people and the way we interact with one another, and actually just just I think it's important to have those spaces to do that to then get people involved um, in this and and to really feel it. Nice and if, and and best way for people to sort of um, keep to up, keep involved, or get involved, or yes, know what you're doing. So at the moment, it's um at do something for nothing on Instagram and that's mm-hmm. where we share posts on the hashtag and mine is at Joshua Coombs and that's kind of where I I do my thing and, and the people I meet on the street um, I tell their stories on Instagram but it's Facebook as well do something for nothing and they're the ways that at the moment really the best way to get involved is if you know someone who's doing something and um, you know use the hashtag do something for nothing like and, and, and then it goes into a place where everyone can see it yeah and um also then you can see and see other people who are involved in this and it's kind of um that community aspect online that that we're really interested in and it's amazing to see that happen but that's you know that those posts are really the best way of doing that like posting about people you know yeah we're doing that or yourself in your community whatever your thing might be and that's the best way to get involved right now amazing Joshua, thanks so much Cheers, for um, no, this. Thanks, can, I, can I ask you this little question that I've, I've, I've said? This podcast is called The Spaceship Earth, and mm-hmm. the, the idea of The Spaceship Earth is that, you know, we're, we're, we're actually a, a life-giving rock flying through space right now, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I always find pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, there, are, there are no passengers. Like, we're all crew. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're all, mm-hmm. all kind of need to be doing things to yeah. sort of keep this thing running. So if you were going to, like, where would you, where, where, what, what needs crew right now? Where would you put crew out in, out, out in the world right now? Where, where would you uh, encourage people to, to go or to do? Um, I'd say that, I mean, my advice for sure, or actually where, where we need crew and where we need people is, is, I think it is out on the street and I think it is in the community. I mean, having said, of course, earlier that you have to use your skill to, to, to make it um, as beneficial as possible, it's, it's also important to really go out and get, out of your comfort zone with people like for me the action of just listening conversation that we've been talking about is the running theme i think go out and talk to people you don't usually and listen to them and learn about you and that person and that's almost like your charging station that i'm going to say on the spaceship it's like charge yourself up like go plug in and charge yourself up because then you're going to have like the energy to go out and do whatever it is you're going to do and um and uh, yeah, that's how I look at it. It's Amazing. like my, my source, you know. Amazing. Thanks, dude. That's really cool. Nice one. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Dan. Cheers. So there you have it. That was the epic Joshua Coombs. Do something for nothing. So I love that. It was great. It was great to chat to Joshua. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Do check him out. Check out all the feeds. Um, follow his hashtag, do something for nothing. And get out on the streets. You know, I think that was awesome. Get out, like, you know, charge yourself up. Plug in. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. Go and chat to people. Go and listen. And that whole idea of, you know, you know, attention. Giving people attention is the maybe the most generous thing we can do. I love that. And, uh, yeah, let's let's make 2019 a giving, a year of, a year of the gift. You know, if we all start gifting what we're good at, man, crazy shit could happen. It could be, like, revolutionary. Uh, yeah, and check out goodfornothing.com as well. That's all. There's all stuff going on around the world with Good For Nothing and, and more folks needed to um, to pick that one up and, and run with it. That's good fun. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, if there's any questions, uh, any thoughts, hit me up, dan at danburgess.earth um, or on Instagram at dansolos, Twitter at dansolo. 
Um, yeah, and feedback appreciated. Any questions? If you like what you're what you're hearing, just like you know, give it a like or a cheeky review, or just share it with someone else. It's all good. Um, and yeah, I hope uh, the festive season is is uh, is a joyful one. Um, look after yourselves and those around you. There are no passengers on Spaceship Earth. We are all crew. Until next time, peace and 